I'm Joy Dice, the 2021-2022 President of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. Hi, I'm Joy Dice, and I'd like to welcome you to our inaugural JLA Inside Out episode. I am so excited to help launch our new podcast series to help keep you informed about what is happening both inside of the Junior League of Atlanta as well as with our community partners. And I'm Colleen Cody. I am the Director of Internal Communications this year and spearheading the effort to launch this podcast in the hopes of giving everyone the opportunity to go a little bit deeper on a smaller topic about what is happening inside of the Junior League and outside. So Joy, what are you hoping people get out of the league this year? So this is really an exciting year. So I know all, you know, what we went through last year with the pandemic at its height really um, left us kind of searching for how we can give back to the community and how we can connect. And I think the Junior League last year did a really beautiful job of uh, providing ways for our members to engage in the community that is safe and impactful. And so as we look forward to our 105th year getting it off the ground, over the summer, we really thought, how can we continue to leverage the opportunities to serve and connect in a really safe way and also acknowledge that our members need connection and camaraderie, right? So you want to make sure that the opportunities that you're bringing to members and community, first and foremost, are safe, that are creating a way to give back in an impactful and meaningful way. And so I think looking at our 105th league year, I've been so pleased with how we've been able to balance service with connection. Um, I know for me, you know, I, I really realized how much I missed people and the opportunity to be together and really build that connection and really um, help figure out what we can do when we're able to connect together. And so looking at this league year, I'm excited that we've been able to bring our members together so that they can um, continue to get to know each other and figure out how we can drive greater impact to our community. Awesome. And you'd mentioned um, kind of pivoting with COVID and it's the elephant in the room all the mm-hmm. time. What did the league really do with COVID and kind of how we handled it? Yeah, so first we, we took a giant step back for a second, right, to figure out how can we drive impact but keep people safe, keep our members safe, keep the community safe. And so one of the primary things we did was really leveraging technology. And so figuring out, you know, for many of us, Zoom was a familiar uh, system, but maybe not something that we used every day. And so we really got more comfortable with Zoom and other remote functionality to figure out a couple different things. So one, how do we engage with our community safely from a distance? And then how do we engage with our members safely from a distance? So one of the um, my most favorite things that we did was actually reading to kids through Zoom. And so you think to yourself, how is this gonna work? Because it's just so different than what we've done normally but it worked and it worked well because the you know kids are very adaptable. And so once they had a little bit of experience with it, they rolled with the Zoom experience of, of the story time telling. Um, so I know for me, I did several virtual Zoom reading sessions and they were very well received by the teachers, the parents, the students. Um, so it was really a wonderful opportunity to engage with the children in a remote uh, environment. Now, it definitely wasn't the most ideal way to do it. Being in person is always more fun. Um, But I think that's an example that really showed how we were able to stop and say, what do we do well and how can we translate that to a virtual opportunity? You know, some other things that we that we did virtually or we did small group opportunities. So we said, okay, we're going to bring together a small group of junior league members to do in-person service, but we're going to keep it very small. We're going to keep it socially distanced and we're going to keep it masked. Right. 
so that members can still come together to do service projects. Um, one example that we did over the summer, which was really wonderful, was we put together, actually here at Junior League headquarters, we put together, I believe it was around 1,000 bags for pre-K students at APS. And they had puzzles and they had books and different things in those bags to help those students have tangible learning experiences. And then we actually delivered those to all the APS schools. And so parents could come pick those up for their pre-K students. So it was a great opportunity to say, let's bring a small group together to safely serve and bring the children something tangible that they can take home to learn with. Amazing. So what do you hope that the junior league keeps from this COVID experience when, you know, we all get to go back to our normal? For me, the first and foremost thing I think is accessibility. You know, I think that um, over the years, we, we've always talked about the in-person experience, and that is so, so, so important. But as people's lives change, as people have family things or travel for work, I've really appreciated the accessibility that technology has given us, the ability to zoom into something if you need to, right, so that you can still be a present, active, and engaged member, even if you can't be directly in the room. I think that's such a gift of technology. So for you know, for example, our September general membership meeting, we made the decision to keep it virtual, right? Because there were some cases that were spiking and we just, our member safety is always first and foremost. And so we actually did the meeting virtually here at Junior League headquarters. And it was so wonderful to see the participation. I mean, we had 500 people on this general membership meeting able to engage and connect. And that was, you know, we may not have had that many people if we had done it in person, right? And so to move forward, I would love to see us to maintain an accessibility approach utilizing technology so that no member has to not be involved because they can't physically be there. Yeah, that's so true. I'd love to shift a little bit and kind of introduce a little bit about you personally, if that's okay. Sure, um, sure. Kind of, you know, what's your favorite memory of your time in the league? Oh my gosh, there's so many. So I joined the league in 2009 when I moved here from Florida. And I was looking for a way to connect and get to know my new city and really figure out where did I want to serve and how did I want to help drive impact. And so when I found the Junior League of Atlanta, I thought, this is the place for me. This is really where I want to be. I knew I was going to learn and grow and develop as a, as a leader and as a volunteer uh, member of the community. And so one of my absolute most favorite memories here was our very first um, JLA serves. And it was so fun to hear the concept of the event and to help get it off the ground and to help also bring members of the Junior League who may be serving internally into those community placement weekends and really say this is the impact that we drive together. And I still remember actually being at the children's shelter painting crayons on the room of their art room. We painted the entire room and then they asked us to draw crayons on the wall and I was like, I can't draw at all. But if someone can draw a giant crayon on the wall for me, I will paint it. And so I remember that opportunity of, can someone draw me a crayon? But the art room, um, they still have that up and it looks really great for the kids. So that was a really fun opportunity. So if someone's listening who's not a Junior League member, what would you say to them about joining and what it's like to be part of the Junior League? I would say um, it's, a, it's a wonderful way to connect with your city. It's a wonderful way to connect with your community to really, you know, we all have where we work and where we live and our typical routine, right? And the Junior League is a wonderful way to get to know more about your neighborhoods, more about your city, and also more about how the power of collective energy really can create impact. And when you think about service work, 
and advocacy work. Those two things really do go hand in hand to create permanent systemic change. And that's what I, I try to talk to new junior league members about is if you're looking to make a long-term, lasting, positive, meaningful change for our community, you really do have to marry service with advocacy work, and the Junior League is the best at doing that. So along the lines of kind of marrying service and advocacy work, what are you hoping the Junior League accomplishes this year? And kind of at the end of the year, looking back on your presidential year, what do you hope people think of it as? So when I think about this league year, um, I would love for people to walk away from it realizing that the women of the Junior League have never shied away from tough conversations or the action that's needed to create change. And that is especially true this past year while dealing with a global pandemic, right? Our members did not shy away from, from the work and the conversation that's needed to continue to drive impact. And I am I'm most proud of that. I mean, that, that's something you step back and you look at and you think, we were all walking through the unknown together and our members were dealing with so many things personally and professionally and just so many things in the unknown. Um, but they, they didn't step back from service. They said, this is important to be a member of our community and to help create change. And we stayed the course and continued to have those tough conversations. So that's what I'm most proud of looking back on this in the past year or so. Um, and I also think it's really interesting that, you know, I, I want people to, to know that we continue to modernize and we continue to stay relevant. And I think this podcast is a perfect example of that concept. So, you know, it's a fun, a little known but fun fact that back in the 30s, we actually used to have a weekly radio program. And so when you think about the weekly radio program and we're sitting here doing a podcast recording now, that's the modern version of that, right? And when I walk into... Hopefully with less gossip. We, yes, yes. <laughs> but when I walk into our community room and look at the historical photos that we now have on the wall, there's a photo of a woman actually doing the radio program on the wall, right? And so you think about this concept of continued legacy, building on what was done before us and continuing to drive that momentum forward. Um, that's one of the reasons I was so excited about this podcast of just of the, of the historical precedent already set with the radio show, but here we are doing it in a modern way where our members can access it at their fingertips, on the go, whenever they need the information. Well, I guess my last question for you, kind of looking back on your experience in the league and thinking through of all of the people who may be listening who aren't in the league, mm -hmm. kind of what three words would you use to describe the Junior League of Atlanta? I would say collaborative. I would say innovative, and I would also say energizing. So for me, the collaborative piece is when the, when the women of the Junior League come together, there is no one person saying, I am, I am creating the change, right? It is a collective group of women who are coming together with a passion for community service to collaborate and figure out how do we drive that impactful change. So you really are working with a dynamic group of people to figure out the best way to do something to show up at the table and be part of it. Uh, the word innovative always comes to mind when I think about the Junior League of Atlanta. Uh, you know, like I mentioned with this podcast, this is an innovative concept that we are bringing communication to our members through a podcast. But I also think about an innovation, innovative approach to community problems and how do we help show up and create those solutions. You have to think about things through a, through a new lens, right? And so I always think of the word innovative when I think about the Junior League and how we approach opportunities in the community. And then the last word is energizing because when I walk out of this building or walk out of a Junior League meeting or a Junior League conversation, I feel like I've just had a major shot of caffeine, right? Because it is so energizing to realize the knowledge and the power and the skills and the abilities of the women who are in this organization 
and the change that that we've been able to help create over our past 105 years and the things that we continue to work on. That is so inspiring and energizing to me to realize that I am amongst such amazing, dynamic women who truly do create change. Well, I guess before we sign off, is there anything else that you'd like to kind of communicate to our members right now in terms of what's going on as we start the 2022 year, kind of what that, you know, yeah. craziness. It's, it's, it's so exciting. Um, I would love to encourage our members to come out to our opportunities. We have a wide calendar of service opportunities, social opportunities. You know, early in the new year, um, in March, you'll be seeing our fundraisers. We have our, our toast and tour coming back. And so, you know, we always share with members, and this was shared with me when I first joined, you get out of your membership what you put into it. And so I really encourage members, reach out to each other, come out to our events. You know, we have president's office hours, we have coffee connections, we have social opportunities, we have trainings, we have service. There's always a way for you to engage in person or virtually to help expand your membership. And so I just really hope that our members um, take advantage of those opportunities and come out and get to know each other because that's how we continue to grow as an organization. Well, Joy, thank you so much for joining us for this inaugural episode. Um, we will have another episode next week. So look for kind of weekly episodes between now and the end of our league year. I'll be tuning in. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.